0: Hey, welcome to the Maybe You're Like Me podcast with me, Mike Burns. Listen, I know we're all more alike than we care to think. We've all got dreams. We've all got hopes. But sometimes we can feel a little alone trying to navigate in this crazy world we live in. So this podcast is all about you and it's all about me and how maybe we're a little more alike than we care to think. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. On today's episode, we are talking to Kirsten Cherenek. Kirsten is an amazing wife and mom, and she advocates for things like adoption and reunification of families and people with Down syndrome. You're going to love this conversation with our friend, Kirsten. Kirsten, welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. This is so great. Happy you're here. How are you doing, friend?
1: I'm good. I'm glad to be here. It's a full circle moment, I feel like, because it's been some time, but I'm, I'm glad to be here.
0: Yeah, so we were talking a little bit before, but we've been kind of fringe friends Mm -hmm. for a while. I met you genuinely like 18, 19 years ago. Yeah that, which is crazy to me. Wild. Um, And while we haven't been like the closest of friends, uh, you keep uh, denying all my requests to hang out. It hurts my feelings a little bit.
1: (laughs) That is not true. (laughs) For the record.
0: um, But we know each other in passing and you're, you're a very friendly and kind person. And so um, it was fun getting to reach out to you because again, like we've got a little bit of history. You and I, Um, we actually, we were talking about uh, our friend that we had on the podcast just the other week, Stephanie Mm -hmm. Garrison. We met at her apartment a million years ago. Stephanie and and
1: I go back like literally 25 years.
0: That's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, we met when I was probably 14. Oh, man. Yeah. It's crazy. So 20 years ago. Yeah. That's
0: ridiculous. I know. And it's cool that uh, all these years later, you guys are still friends. Still friendly. I love it. Yeah. She's just good people. You did. You did good picking her as a friend.
1: She's the reason I'm in Lakeland.
0: That's give us the story. Give us the scoop.
1: So she was at Southeastern uh-huh. and she was kind of the only one of our friends who had like left to go away for school. So when I was graduating, I was like, all right, I'm just going to follow suit, do what Stephanie did. I want to leave. I want to go where she is. So that's how I met you as I was visiting the school. I think it was yeah. like a preview days or something like that. Uh-huh. So, yeah.
0: It's yeah. Crazy. I remember um, we were hanging out with a mutual friend at Stephanie's apartment and I uh, you and your sister were there, and I would like you guys were just having like girl fun. <laughs> And yeah. I think I may have been the only guy there. I think I was I there.
1: Think that's true. Stephanie yeah.
0: probably made dinner, but you guys were just like dancing. i was like, what, who are these people? We're and wild. So, yeah, we're crazy. It, yeah. Especially it was time. like, it was friend time. So it was
1: friend time. <laughs> we, were, we were having a
0: good time. Oh man. It was great though. So, uh, yeah. So we've got a little bit of history, mm-hmm. uh, but for people who may not have bumped into you yet or don't know you give us yeah. who, who are you?
1: Yeah. So I am a wife. I'm okay. married to Thomas and then I have three kids. My oldest is Mia. She's just turned seven like a week ago. Oh, man. Then I have Kai, who's five and Aria, who's three. That's so fun. just kind of exited toddler town slightly. And so <laughs> now we're in little kid land and it's like a whole new vibe and territory, but it's so much fun. So yeah. those are my main roles. I also for my job, I do social media influencing on Instagram. That's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of a like crazy job. But so is there job.
0: like an application process for that? No. Is- <laughs>
1: Honestly, it would be nice if there was, if it was more like streamlined.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: No, it's just uh, about a year ago. So I owned a business. Mm -hmm. I owned The Balance Culture, which is a women's fitness studio. I Mm -hmm. sold the business probably about a year and a half ago now. And then shortly later, Reels kind of blew up on Instagram. Okay. They were trying to be like TikTok and (laughs) take that audience like they do. And so I love video. I always have. I love the emotion that you can send through video. yeah. And so I just started making some reels with my kids. We took the summer, we were just traveling a bunch and my Instagram kind of blew up overnight. And so it's been like this crazy journey over the last year. It's been about a year, um, but it's been a lot of fun. And with that came opportunities to collaborate with brands and meet a lot of amazing people. So it's the most bizarre job ever. Cause it's hard to like even explain to people that this is like a real thing, but mm-hmm. it is. And I love it. So it's going really well.
0: That's super cool. Yeah. yeah I, um, from the beginning of the internet, not the internet, but, uh, from the beginning of like social media. And honestly, when vine came out, yeah. That was the first time I was like, maybe I wanna try this. Yeah. But then I would never have any ideas and so I yeah. just never went anywhere.
1: It's like so, it's it's a interesting creative process for sure. For yeah. sure.
0: Content creators and people that are making things on the internet, it uh, it sounds like it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to post a picture yeah. on the Internet. But there's a lot that goes into it. And we'll we'll dig into a little bit of that in a totally. second. Uh, but all right. And then uh, so on this uh, show, we're trying to get past the filters. We're trying to get totally. past the filtered version of your life. Yeah. And so if we're going to get past it, we've got to start with it. And yeah. so uh, we want to see if maybe we're alike. So. Uh, what is like the Instagram version of you? Like if people are just following you online, like who is the Kirsten they know?
1: So yeah, there is an Instagram version of me because it is my job. So I feel like that's pretty easy. Um, So a big part of what I do is advocating. So I you know, I love posting beautiful videos and the content creation process, but what I'm really trying to do is advocate. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, what's personal to me is advocating for foster care adoption and down syndrome. So I know we were kind of kind of get into this, but my older two Mia and Kai, we adopted from foster care when Mia was 18 months and Kai was a newborn. Mm. And so foster care in general has just been a passion of mine. My eyes have been opened a lot to foster care to reunification and that whole process since having my kids, I thought, honestly, I would, you know, we'd be matched with them, we'd adopt them and that my heart would be even more towards adoption. But actually the opposite has happened. I've seen um, and realized the beauty of reunification and the redemptive process that comes in that. And so obviously there are certain circumstances that that's not the case. That's why I have my kids today. But Um, yeah, my heart is really open towards biological parents and their roles in their children's lives. And, um, yeah, it's been really cool how God has softened my heart in that way. So there's that side. So Mm -hmm. people come to my page and they're wanting to learn about adoption, but I'm really for, um, bio parents and reunification, which I think is a little bit backwards from what people are anticipating. Mm -hmm. Um, and then down syndrome. So my youngest daughter, Aria, she has down syndrome. Okay. And since having her, my eyes have been open to the whole world of people who are differently abled and the special needs community. And it has just been such a beautiful process being invited into those communities, learning and just learning from people um, who are different from me. And so being able to advocate for her, her needs, what's best for her, learn more, be educated more has really been like another sweet blessing that's come out of it. So that's kind of my angles on social media. So that is mostly what you're going to see. It is more filtered in the sense of I'm not necessarily going on there and sharing. These are the difficult things that I have going on in my life right now. I don't use it for that tool. That's Mm -hmm. not really, first of all, that's not really me. Second of all, um, I am not one that's going to just process online. Like I'm mm-hmm. gonna go to people, um, mentors, I have a therapist, I have, you know, my husband, I have my friends. Like yeah. that's gonna be my space and my place that I do that. I will, however, return and share like, hey, this is what I went through. Yeah. This is how I got through it. Yeah. Um, and be more vulnerable and open on that end. But yeah. it's not necessarily my process like in the mud, this is where <laughs> I'm at, this is what I'm going through. Yeah. And so I've had to create those boundaries because you know, social media is a lot when you have a lot of followers, they want to know a lot. And I, Mm -hmm. I love that. I respect that. I understand that, but, um, I've just created these strong boundaries with it that I'm really, you know, stressed on maintaining. And so I feel like it's the healthiest way for me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, uh, I've never enjoyed the people that like, they've just always got like their doom and gloom story. Cause I was like, I was like, I, I just wanted to see a picture of your dog. I'm yeah, sorry.
1: Totally. I was but looking for that meme. And it just-
0: <laughs> I think it's cool that like uh, you are a person and you do have you have like peaks and valleys. Yeah. But um, and it's not always the peaks that you're posting. I've seen you post things about like your kids having a bad day, your yeah. kids having a good day. Totally. And uh, everything in the middle. But uh, you don't have to share everything with everyone all the time. Yeah, yeah, and so, totally. Yeah, we can we can get into that a little bit more later. Sure. Um, so on the podcast, we do mm-hmm. things in a couple of rounds. The first round, I call it the first date round. OK, because when you go on a first date with somebody, mm-hmm. it's been a minute for you. Yeah, um,
1: it really has.
0: Um, We were actually talking about it. I, w- I just want to mention this real quick. Go One of my it. favorite things in your life is yeah. uh, how your husband proposed to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was how long ago was that? How long you so, have been married?
1: So we have been married 13 years. So that was 15 years ago.
0: That's insane. Yeah. So uh, he I think he like had recently got his pilot's license. <laughs> no,
1: no, but that's cool.
0: Wait, is that not how he proposed?
1: <laughs> he did, but not he wasn't the pilot. He oh, was I thought he was the, the pilot. Oh, boo, no, that's less That would have been a cool story.
0: Yeah. OK, well, let, forget it. My version of it's cooler. Let me tell the story and then you, you just nod along. OK. But so he uh, on which bridge was it?
1: It was on a bridge and on your way to Key West, but it was like a broken down bridge. So like people weren't driving on it. It like okay. runs alongside the highway.
0: But yeah, in like huge white letters, uh-huh. he po- like he had painted on the bridge. Will yes. you marry me? Like on the road. Yeah. So that you, as like you're from like a bird's eye view, you could see, will you marry me? Yeah, that's, that's the coolest proposal. It was really cool. Way He's better very than, creative. Yeah. yeah. So uh, guys, are <laughs> listening. He wasn't a pilot. <laughs> I I think he was. And, <laughs> he was. He totally and, um, was. And it was and beautiful. It was a uh, you guys were in a fighter jet and yes. <laughs> the whole yeah. So <gasps> the details are, are blurry on this. Yeah. No one knows for sure. Yeah. But he uh old pilot Thomas was <laughs> up there and uh but I just that was such like a cool like yeah like that that uh, he was a kid at that point. That kid I loved know. you. I so. know
1: he was 18.
0: Yeah, yeah, he so,
1: he really is so sweet. He's still like that to this day. He really is.
0: Yeah, he's always been like a big dreamer, big thinker, and 100. Um, so I thought I just like it was cool that he like went that extra mile to make yeah. your guys proposal fantastic. Yeah. So back to first date, so yeah. So on your first here. date, mm-hmm. uh, you're wanting to ask questions, you're wanting to get to know a person. Totally. But it's it's not great to ask the, like the wrong questions. There's mm-hmm. like, do you like dogs or cats? Do you like dogs or cats?
1: dogs. I'm okay. allergic to cats.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm Lately? also allergic to dogs. But
1: uh, <laughs> I'm mildly allergic to dogs.
0: Yeah. So, um, we had, we went to our friend's house the other night and I just had like a sneezing fit for like 15 minutes. Yeah, it and always I was like, sucks. Oh wait, you guys have a dog. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah. It's always awkward. I'm like, I'm sorry, but yeah. I, gotta, I gotta leave. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, then I sorry, itching everywhere, and yeah. nobody likes it when you're just like itching yourself. Um, <laughs> totally. But uh, so, you know, that's not like that's not going to help further a relationship. Right. And so, uh, the first date round is these are kind of get to know you questions. They're not the most intense. Okay. Um, like, if you want to cry on the podcast, you can do it later. All this right. this isn't the right. round for that, unless like this really hits, okay. hits your heart. I'm ready. All right. So, if you could be a character on any TV sitcom mm-hmm. or TV comedy, uh, what what show would you want to be on and what would your character be?
1: 100% Friends.
0: Friends? Okay. Friends.
1: Oh yeah, I still watch Friends like literally every day almost. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say Monica because I can relate to her the most. Okay. She's type A, I'm type A, like <laughs> yeah, I she's just she's my home girl. So, Monica okay. Friends, 100%. Uh,
0: would you ever want to be a chef? Is that uh, you want to follow that or no. date Tom Selleck? I don't, I'm just trying to put the pieces together here.
1: No, not specifically. I mean, maybe, maybe the creative process of being a chef would be cool. I okay. don't know. But I also don't like to cook. Uh-huh.
0: And, uh huh. And do you feel I'm just putting pieces together here? Mm-hmm. Is Thomas your Chandler? Is that? 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because he's jokester, fun, funny, light. Like, yeah.
0: Could he be any cooler? Could he um, be? Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, who There's you can't not like friends. It's So it was such a good show.
1: The best. I just can't believe how old it is now. And the reunion was like so sweet. I, I cried. Yeah. I cried. It was good.
0: It was real good. Yeah. Um yeah, you can't go wrong with friends. That's mm-hmm. a good choice. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what I would be in um and my my dream goal would be the Power Rangers. Oh, um, or okay. at least like 6-year-old Mike.
1: about the Power Rangers <laughs> in a long time. 6-year-old
0: Mike would pick Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, um, which one? Oh, absolutely the green one. The so, green one. Okay. Oh, yeah. I liked was, the pink one. Yeah. Um yeah. I that was my first crush and yeah. <laughs> um me and like every other mid-30s <laughs> guy. Yeah. Um but that and Topanga. Um,
1: oh yeah. So you can't go wrong
0: with either of those. Yeah. Kelly Kapowski. Yes. Um, I could play this game for a long time, and yes. I'm not going to. Um, and because of that, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and let's just choose Zach Morris. While we're on that, oh, that would be a blast.
1: Oh yeah, that's a great one. So
0: always just trying to make things happen. So. Yes. All right. So this is uh, another another question here. Uh, what okay. is your biggest pet peeve?
1: Okay. So is this like a light, a light answer, right? Light answer. Okay. So my biggest pet peeve would be when people put their luggage on their bed. Like when you get to a hotel, you set the, your luggage on your bed and open it. Like, uh-huh. I just think that that's gross <laughs> because your luggage has been literally everywhere. And I'm not like a germaphobe by any means, but uh-huh. like, it's been everywhere. Like traveling around the airport, like it's gross. And then people go to like unpack and yeah. they set it on the bed and then they sleep in the bed.
0: Yeah, have, I feel you on have that. Have <laughs> you
1: thought about that? Are you do you set it on the bed? You can be honest. I don't
0: know. There's usually one of those little like accordion yes, foldy yes. out things. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And that's where I try to set mine, or just out of the way. Yeah. Um, I'm a floor person. If I if there's not like a a dedicated yeah. spot for okay, it.
1: Okay, okay. I respect that. But yeah, it's it's gross. It, it, it and makes sense. I travel sense. with people all the time, and I'm like, why?
0: Yeah. I on that same vein, like oh, I have a little, uh, couple little boys, and. Yeah like they'll just put their shoes like on anything. So it's like their shoes that they've been on the playground in all day are on the kitchen table or on the kitchen counter. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Same (laughs) vibe, same energy of just like,
1: yeah, traveled everywhere. And now it's like touching things that we use.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh Yeah. No, that's super gross. Yeah. And (laughs) I I feel you on that. You win. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. The, the one for me right now is, and it's just whatever is I, and I don't understand it. When people don't flush the toilet after oh, yeah. they've used it. And it's just like,
1: yeah, that's Chris. I yeah. wouldn't even think of that because it's disgusting,
0: but it just happens all the Like I feel like it's happened more and more recently and <laughs> really uh,
1: like in public places.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, oh, this must be like a men's restroom. Thing. Potentially. We don't experience this much. Listen, I'm like, I, it didn't even cross my mind yeah, yeah no, i just it, think it's just like men being gross
0: well <laughs> that and i've got two little boys so um, yeah
1: between the two you, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a it's, it's a, a common constant occurrence. for you. yeah
0: so i'm um, happy for you that it's not in your life um <laughs> but for me it's just like like you don't want to walk into that so <laughs> no um and so it's it's a training process over yeah. the burns household but <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm well, gonna I'm thinking, raise
1: i'll be lifting you up on that one thank you <laughs> yeah. yeah if you
0: want to keep me in your thoughts and prayers that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what for you is your ultimate comfort food?
1: Palace Pizza. Okay. They have a gluten-free pizza. It's okay. Gluten-free. And it's this white pizza with spinach and it's so good. Yeah. So good. All like, right. For,
0: for anyone listening who is not a Lakeland local, there is a uh, pizza place that's been there. I'm pretty for sure so since so the founding long. of Lakeland yeah. Yeah. in yeah. the <laughs> 1700s. <laughs> yeah. um, but it is genuinely just the best pizza in Lakeland. Ever. And like, do you get in fights with people about what the best pizza in Lakeland is?
1: Not regularly.
0: I, I feel like I do. People like they'll have like they're like, oh, but I really like um like Hungry Howie's. And oh, I want to I want to slap that person. Like, no, no, that doesn't count. That's so good. pizza. Also, real quick. Uh, we'd like to take a quick shout out for our sponsors. Hungry Howie's. <laughs> Thank you for supporting this podcast. Uh, even we love you. In spite of
1: <laughs> best pizza in <and> town,
0: <laughs> best pizza ever. Um. No, but like, yeah, I I've got friends. They're like, yeah, you gotta gotta check out, um, like, and it's like, no, 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 it's it's Palace, like, like Little everyone Caesar's knows, or it's, something. Is yeah, that what who, it's called? Yeah, it's it's hot and ready. How? What would you? What, more, oh, no, I,
1: like, why do you have to say it's hot and ready? It's
0: Ugh. if you have to say it? It's not. <laughs> mm, so, um, but yeah, I, good choice on Palace. Thank um, you. yeah, I, everyone agrees with that. Cool. I think my ultimate comfort food is probably something my mom makes. Um, oh
1: yeah. That's so my sweet. mom
0: makes uh, like really great Southern food, and oh, so okay. Um, every now and again, like that's like, a, and it's like a twice a year thing. So okay. when it happens, it's like it's <laughs> really it's good. magic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and I'm just like, I, I think like if we're just gonna like narrow it down though, like really good mashed potatoes every yeah, now and again. That's
1: good. You can't go wrong with, some with good mashed potatoes. With Thanksgiving
0: coming up. Oh man, let me tell you what. You're ready. I can get down on You're some mashed ready. Ready.
1: potatoes. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, all right. So that was the first date round. Um, okay. uh, first date. How did you feel after that first date? I feel
1: good. I feel okay. like I understand you, your toilet thing, and your mashed potatoes.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take that into consideration. I should probably not bring up the toilet Don't edit so that. much on. Absolutely not. That's staying in forever. Um, and, and I feel like, you know what? I'm going to take it back. I would mention that again because you know that I flush the toilet. So. <laughs>
1: It's something you're passionate about. Yeah,
0: it's uh that that uh, level of hygiene is where I'm <laughs> yeah, at. So you know good. that I'm a clean person. I like it. For the most part at least. <laughs> and um I'm
1: hoping to keep circling back to this throughout the podcast. I
0: I'm not sure if I want it to, Please but... provide
1: me with opportunities <laughs> to do so. <laughs>
0: All right. So uh, this—that was the first date round. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, You made it through. And so this next round is a round I like to call the slow round. Okay. These are uh, Mm -hmm. these are more heart, uh, a little bit less uh, uh, Monica. Yeah, bathroom talk. Um, Unless you unless it goes there naturally, then we'll see what happens. I'll fit it in. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So earlier you talked about uh, how you've adopted. And mm-hmm. uh, I think I think that's interesting in your story is you guys chose to adopt first. Yeah. Um, whereas like I feel like the traditional route would be mm-hmm. we're going to have a couple kids and then uh, we'll adopt. But yep. I think it, it's so beautiful that you guys chose adoption. Oh, thank and so you. what why did you guys choose adoption? What like led your heart that way? Yeah. And uh, tell us about adoption.
1: So. Thomas and I had always said we were going to adopt. Like, even when we were dating, that was like an active conversation that we had. Um, But similar to what you said, we thought the more traditional route, have a couple of biological kids first, maybe end with adoption um, in terms of like completing our family. And um, we waited actually a long time to start our family. We both launched businesses. And so we had been married almost 10 years by the time we decided to start that chapter. Oh wow. And so we started praying about it and we had become passionate about adopting from foster care because Thomas had worked at Florida Baptist Children's Home. Yeah. He had done an internship there and he worked specifically at one point in the emergency shelter. So that's right away when kids are being removed, um where they're placed, where they're when they're trying to figure out placement um while in that interim period. So He was familiar with that, saw the need. And so um, when we started praying about starting a family, it was actually during a church service one day, like I just felt like God like downloaded that in me. Like, what if you started your family with adoption? Oh, wow. And so um, I wrote Thomas like a note Mm -hmm. (laughs) on like a tithing envelope. (laughs) <laughs> like what you doing you're 13 <laughs> and I was like what if we started with adoption for starting our family and he like wrote like a big yes and sent it back to me. And so after church we were like talking about it and we just both had so much peace about it. Yeah. And so then I started my research and like okay, I don't I didn't literally know anything about it. I yeah. just felt like this is something that God was speaking to us and I wanted to start researching and finding out how to move forward. Mm-hmm. And so um I just hit Google and it was a little bit overwhelming and intimidating because there was so much information out there. Yeah. Um, and a lot of honestly, like horror stories, to be honest, like yeah. a lot of blog posts and things like that, to where like I remember just sitting there with my computer being like, Okay, God, are you sure this is what we're supposed to do? Cause we were young and like, like I said, we had no experience parenting. And now mm-hmm. we're jumping into potentially like trauma-informed parenting and um all yeah. the logistics that come with that. And so I just had peace about it. So I called around and um, found out that we could go through Heartland, which is a local state agency. Mm -hmm. And they have the option there where you can do the straight adoption route versus fostering. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't really have a foster to adopt program here in Lakeland. You either foster or you adopt. And so um, I signed up for their orientation And then Thomas and I went, we probably, it was like two weeks later, went Mm -hmm. to the orientation and filled out a ton of paperwork, gave it back to them to see if we would be accepted into the class. Yeah, Um, We knew we wanted younger because we were young. Mm -hmm. And so that we, that was the only reason why we thought, okay, maybe we wouldn't get selected is we were wanting under three years old. And so... At the time, um, they decided to consider us because we both had a background. My background is in mental health counseling and my master's, and then Thomas is in social work. Mm-hmm. And because of our level of background, they were like, okay, even though you're wanting younger and you might ha- need to wait a really long time, we're willing to work with you on that. So I actually got the call on my birthday that Aww. we were accepted into the class, and so We started, um, the adoption classes, which I believe were like, it's hard to remember now, maybe three or four months long. Okay. Um, a couple of nights a week, I think. And, um, then we did our home study, which is like, most people assume it's like they come and check like outlets and like dangerous, like things that could be in your home, but it's actually an interview process. Mm -hmm. So we had somebody come out, um, and interview Thomas and I for literally like eight hours. Oh, wow. Just going over all the paperwork and things that we had yeah. filled out. We did like psychological evaluations. We had like different tests and things to take. Um, but before we knew it, we were done with the process. And about a maybe a week and a half later. So our um home study wasn't even like signed off on yet. Um, we got a call about a little girl. There was not a lot of information, but that Mm -hmm. she was around 18 months, was going to be available for adoption. Wanted to know if we would be open to considering and going, you interview for the child. So it's like, you have to have three couples or three people wanting that child. And it's literally like the bachelor (laughs) (laughs) for the child. It's like crazy. So anyway, we said, yes, we want to move forward. And about a week later, we got an email that, um, our daughter now was her mom was going to be having a baby. And so if we wanted to move forward in the process with her, we had to be open to also taking the baby. And so my husband was like an ass, and I was like, I need some time to pray. Cause I never, it never yeah. crossed my mind. Newborn, yeah. It just doesn't really happen at all in these circumstances and situations. And so it wasn't even in my wheelhouse of like thought. Yeah. And so, and I thought, okay, Two kids under two when we were thinking one child, maybe around two years old. And so anyway, I've heard about it, thought about it, had a lot of peace. And then we both decided to email back. Yes, we want to move forward. So the short of it is we got matched with our daughter, Mia. She literally moved in. We did the interview. We signed a bunch of paperwork and then probably within a week she moved in like Mm -hmm. permanently and they moved to the process along a lot faster. Typically, you do like meetups at the park. You get to know the child. They get to know you. But because her brother was going to be born, we and they agreed wanted to work on attachment and bonding Mm -hmm. and having that one on one time with her um, before he was here. So she moved in and it was the best ever. (laughs) She was like. The sweetest, like very timid, very shy, reserved, but open. Mm -hmm. And so we um, got to meet her and bond and build attachment with her. And then Kai was born literally three weeks later. Oh, wow. And so he ended up moving in about a month after that. And then both of their adoptions were finalized within the year. So it was like a very fast process, but like the best. I'm so grateful for how it unfolded.
0: Yeah. So I have a friend uh, that I made in college mm-hmm. that she was adopted Yeah, and we were talking about it. And like in my brain, my family planning in my college brain was I'll just have three kids and that that'll be, that'll be it. Yeah. And she was talking and she said, I want to adopt. And I was like, well, I was like, why would you want to do that? Like you could have your own kids and all right, this stuff. Right. And uh, because she was adopted, she told me adoption is the greatest love yeah. that you can show. She's like, my my parents or my dad chose me.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, like of anything else. Yeah. And like the the thought that you chose love. Yeah. Uh, for those little people <laughs> and a, a person that wasn't even in the the world yet. Yeah. But uh, I love that that's the the choice and the way that you guys even started your family Thanks. and continue to do that and uh, just choosing love and choosing. Uh, them. That's that's so beautiful. And Thanks. I'm proud of you. <laughs>
1: oh, thank you. I appreciate that. It's definitely been, I, I've learned so much about God's love through the process yeah. and the power of just unconditionally loving yeah. someone in our case, two little people, like you said, and watching how much their little hearts are transformed. Yeah. And like, it's really it's it's been amazing for me to witness it unfold. And I know I'm a part of it, but just watching them um grow and really evolve over time into these amazing humans. Like truly, like they're my yeah. favorite people in the world.
0: <laughs> All yeah. of my kids. <laughs> the that and like on just a parent level, I have yeah. two uh, kids they are two years apart. But yeah. the I can't imagine like the amount of and being a parent is the best thing in the world, but it's also like crazy stressful and super hard. And so like going from like zero to two Mm -hmm. and, uh, and like with an age gap too, um, and just figuring out all those things. And, uh, and honestly, even the adoption process is not an easy process. Yeah,
1: it's not. Yeah. Thanks for acknowledging that it, the adoption process was by far the hardest part of it because, you know, I, you get these like too sweet, in our case, babies. And I'm like, I just want to love them and spend time with them. But there yeah. was this whole other component of court yeah. dates and calls and paperwork mm-hmm. Um, that just comes with the territory. So there's a lot of grace for that. I knew what I was getting into, but I also had that longing of like, I just want to be their mom right now. Yeah, And so- by the time both of their adoptions were finalized, which Mia's is, is November 15th. So in a couple of weeks, we'll be celebrating that. Yeah. Um. And Kai was about nine months after he was born. Um. So yeah, once Kai's was finalized, then both were like, it was just amazing to just be their mom. And yeah. so I've really, I feel like I have a lot more gratitude for that. Like I just... I love just being with them Um, and because I wasn't for a period of time, I can appreciate it so much more. So there's a lot of beauty in that as well.
0: Yeah. Um, People have asked me before, like if you could have like a magic wand and like do a thing, Um, there's a bunch of things you would like magic wand, like end world hunger and stuff. Yeah. But the, eh, and like, there's no way to do this, but uh, I wish that I could magic wand the adoption process to be yeah. easier, but for the right people, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, cause there's people like you that are out there just like, you love these kids totally, and um, the adoption and like, and make the foster system like a beautiful thing. Totally. Um, and I'm, I'm working on finding that magic wand. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Please do. And yeah, if.
0: Well, the thing that's good too, is there's people like you out there that are advocating and, uh, and trying to make the system better and better yeah. for people. Heading into the process. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I definitely think at its root, um, keeping families together, that's something that I've learned throughout yeah. the process. I went and I met with somebody. So I, I got both my kids and I was very passionate about adoption. I was like, let's move these kids through the foster system faster. Like, why do they have to sit and wait? And yeah. I just had a very um surface understanding of everything. Yeah. And I um I met with one of the caseworkers that was a part of our adoption classes. And she was like, well, if we're wishing for anything, let's start at the root of the problem. Let's keep families together. And she said that. And I just I burst into tears like it broke me because I realized my like humanness in that moment of like how backwards my thinking was. Mm -hmm. And I was just, just like, you're absolutely right. Like we have to start at the root. Yeah keep these families together, um, support specifically for me at moms, like that's mm-hmm. my heart. Um, but support moms, advocate for moms and equip them so that they can um learn how to healthily parent their kids. And you, you know, we were just talking like how hard it is to be a parent. Yeah. How hard it is to be a parent is yeah. like insane. And then you add mental health issues and no support system yeah. and family or, you know, moms specifically who come from families that are broken, that they were never taught these things. Like yeah. think of how privileged we are, how much we were taught through our parents. Um, and so to be able to have that understanding, like the empathy grows and like, that's where I've just like really switched my heart and my perspective on it. But yes, yeah. yeah, so once the kids are in the system, um, and they're in getting ready to be adopted. Let's move that right. Let's, <laughs> let's not drag that process out. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, man. Yeah, I feel like we could talk about this forever, yeah, forever. and ever and ever. And um, but I do. I really enjoy that. There's people out there like you oh, that no, like I adoption isn't something I think about every day mm-hmm. and um, or uh, like family reunification. Mm-hmm. But we've all got our part to play. Yeah, 100 percent. And so, uh, where I'm trying to bring people together on, Hey, let's just, let's be nice to each other. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe we're alike. Uh, yeah. That, that's kind of where my brain's at right now. Totally. Uh, your head and your heart is in uh, family reunification and adoption yeah. and, uh, and helping people, uh, who are differently abled. And yeah. that's fantastic. And Thanks. so I'm, I appreciate I'm it. grateful for people like you.
1: Yeah. And same, I'm grateful for people like you. It's, it's cool that everybody gets to play their part. I realize that more and more as like my years go on how cool that is
0: uh we talked about this a little bit earlier mm-hmm. but uh you've gained an internet following mm-hmm. and uh, there's people that are are peeking into your life yeah. and first off uh, i like just on my side you have a beautiful family handsome husband uh beautiful kids like are you guys human <laughs> we that, are okay good i just <laughs> needed to know
1: but <laughs> we are
0: Because of that, like you're, uh, you're putting your life on the internet, Mm -hmm. uh, at least to some level. Yeah. So uh, this is, this is a new thing, honestly, within the last 20 years of people that are able to, uh, before it was, you had three or four TV networks that Mm -hmm. uh, people could share stories on and where you get your news from. Yeah. But now like the, the world is endless. You can, yeah. you can dig into the minutia of somebody you've never met's yeah. life. And even though like we were talking before, I, uh, I know who you are. Like if we saw each other out in public, we could say hi and mm-hmm. how are the kids and that kind of stuff. But, uh, I could, if I want to like, look very deeply into your life. Yeah. And so, um, it, that's just all brand new. Mm-hmm. And so for you, Uh, you're an influencer. That's the, the phrase that gets thrown around with that. Yeah. Um, What does influence mean to you?
1: So influence to me is honestly, however you want to show up and impact the world. Yeah. I don't think it has to be on social media, although you can reach a lot of people on social media. Like you're saying, I think it could be in a million different spheres. I mean, I think just by you sitting here with me, you having this podcast that's influential, you're an influencer. Like Aww. I think it's it's so broad in that scope. I think we all have our own lanes to run in within it. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, influencing to me is just any way that you can like positive, I mean you can influence in a negative way, but for me, <laughs> I would want people to positively influence and impact um the world in a really beautiful way. And I think that can look like a million different things, yeah, um, yeah, i had I had the opportunity. I get DMs all the time. And one of them was a woman in Afghanistan who oh, wow. is pregnant and got a Down syndrome diagnosis for her baby. Mm. And it's just really cool um being able to talk with her on the other side of the world and yeah. share my experiences. And I, I can tell you that happens probably once a week, having those conversations, Google translating back and forth. Like it's just beautiful to me how I'm able to connect with people in that way. And so to be honest, like there is the advocating portion um, that I love in what I do, but also it's, you know, my stuff gets pushed out, you know and people can view it all around the world. And because of that, I'm able to connect with people all around the world and yeah. have these conversations. And so I I invest in that. I take a lot of time in doing that. That's a huge part of what I do. And so, um, yeah, just being able to impact and be a part of that woman's life. Like yeah. if that was it, that's enough for me. Like yeah. that's, I can put my head on the pillow and be like that amazing God that you were able to do that. So I'm yeah. grateful.
0: I think that's cool that, in a world that is so huge. Yeah. Because of technology, mm-hmm. the world can be a little smaller. Yeah. And and it seems like you're using the the gift that you've been given to impact people in a good way. Yeah. Like there's some people that I feel like would take uh those DMs and they would view them as a burden. Mm-hmm. And it's like, come on, just leave me alone. I gotta uh I got diapers to change, I got yeah, things yeah. to do, I got, got dinner to cook. But it seems like you are able to help people, not just in your community, but around the world too. So it seems like you're using your powers for good. So Thanks. Well, <laughs>
1: I, I feel, um, humbled that I get the opportunity. Truly. It's, That's cool. it's really cool to be able to like literally just be on my phone and communicating with somebody in that way and play a part in helping them process and understand what their future is going to look like. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know specifically, and this is getting really deep, but like having conversations with some women where I know Aria has literally saved lives, like is insane to me. Um, And I know, know that because of the conversations that I'm having and um, posting her and her, you know, with Mia and Kai and doing life with us and people being able to experience a little bit of what their future might look like. Um, it gives them hope yeah. and decisions are made based on that. And so that's been really cool.
0: That's I. So this is a big thought I think about all the time. Like, yeah, somebody made this table. Um, yeah. Somebody made that cup and somebody like there's people doing things all around the world all the time that are making an influence uh, whether big or small and it's just how you choose to view it and mm-hmm. I don't know if I sit and think like man there's people having conversations about adoption or about down syndrome mm-hmm. that are genuinely saving lives yeah <laughs> and it's like, crazy even people that like you can flippantly view content creators as just people that are right. um, looking for likes or, right. and then there's probably a couple of those out there. Totally. Um, and, uh, and every uh, good cookie, there's a few nuts. Right. And so <laughs> the, um, but there's people out there that are using uh, their influence in their lives for good too. And so I'm grateful that that's, that's how you're choosing to view oh, and thanks. use like what's been given to you. And so.
1: Thanks. I really appreciate
0: that. So yeah. Kind. All right. So this is one last thing. And. Okay. Uh, I have no idea where you're gonna take this and it just makes okay. me happy. But in your life, okay. uh, to this point, what is your greatest accomplishment?
1: Oh. Because,
0: and I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay, qualify caveat. this. Okay. Uh, no, there's no caveat, but okay. like you've done some cool things. Like oh, you've, you've started uh, a gym, mm-hmm. you've, uh, you've got an amazing family. Um, I'm pretty sure that you could um, out <laughs> yoga most of the people in uh, our city. So, um, but yeah, so, so like for you, what is your greatest accomplishment?
1: uh it it has to be okay being a content mom oh, so the wow. content aspect is really important mm-hmm. there um i really think being a mom is like the greatest calling in the world and but being content on top of that is a yeah. whole other layer mm-hmm. um you know you just mentioned i started and i sold a business like that was a phenomenal experience that I love. Um, and it was easy to be content in that because it was like fueling all of my passions all in one, all mm-hmm. the time, all day long. Yeah. And so to take a step back from that, sell the business, become a stay-at-home mom, I'm, you know, doing this stuff with influencing on the side, but truly my job, quote unquote, is a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Like, and finding contentment in that being in the moment, being present. Yeah there was like an undoing that had to take place to be able to do that. And so I've worked really hard at that. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't say it's something that came extremely naturally to me, which Mm -hmm. the funny thing about that is people assume the opposite. So I like to share, no, no, I've worked at this. Like if this is a struggle of yours, you can too. Mm -hmm. And so finding contentment, um, being present and, um, just enjoying it has yeah. really um yeah, been the coolest t- thing that I've been able to experience like thus far. Like my greatest accomplishment, my ability to do that. Yeah. And I don't know how long it lasts. I don't know, I mean, I it could only last, you know, another month. I literally have no idea. But for this season, this is where God has me. And I want to be the best steward of it that I can.
0: Yeah. The I think the thing that's cool on that too is especially in the space you're in, mm-hmm. um, you are probably surrounded by uh, or just because of being on the internet, uh, probably as much as you are, there is so much room for comparison. Yeah. And so the the ability to be able to be content with your family, with your life, totally. with the tools that you've been given, with the life that you've been given, yeah. it's huge because it's so easy to compare. Yeah. And I would imagine even on the opposite side of uh, the internet from you, people compare their lives to you. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you turn it around and be like, no, the I have struggles. I have, yeah. I have issues. And my issues have issues and yeah. all the stuff in the middle <laughs> issues
1: have issues have issues.
0: <laughs> yeah. To be content in the life that you have <laughs> yeah. uh, and realize the blessings that, that you're rocking with is, is great.
1: Thanks. I appreciate that.
0: All right. So this is the last question, the last serious okay. question in the, the podcast. We ask everybody this question and it could be as silly as you're learning jujitsu <sighs> or as serious as you're learning, uh, whatever, but what are you learning right now?
1: Okay. I'm a more serious person, so I will go the serious route. Go for Um, it. So I I think, I don't know if this was live when we were saying this, but I started therapy like six months ago. Okay. And it's been life changing. Like it truly has. Like I feel like um, I have been able to like process through a lot of different things that I just kind of moved my way quickly through Mm -hmm. just hoping that they would just stay in the past. And so um. Through that, I am learning to be more vulnerable, to share and experience more emotions. That's yeah. like a big thing for me. And so I would say that's the number one thing I'm learning right now is like how to let myself feel. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like sounds silly, but for my personality is very difficult. Like yeah. it just is. So really honing in on that, putting a lot of energy towards it. Um, and so yeah more serious answer but that's where I'm at
0: you did good the um I I can honestly say that that's something I struggle with too yeah is the like thinking about your feelings yeah it's where, hard uh where my personality type is I will either bottle it up yeah. or just like you said try to like just rush past it
1: totally and
0: never like really stop and think about I know like, how I'm feeling or whatever I'm feeling and then it like it comes to like a, a breaking point and I like I lose it in a Denny's I'm like yeah oh. And it's like, it's like, this is my moon over my hammy. Give it back to me. Maybe um,
1: start therapy. <laughs>
0: maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, no, like the, the ability to uh, take time to think about what you're thinking about. Yeah. And, uh, and what you're feeling is huge. Yeah. And
1: it's been I, cool.
0: I feel like for the longest time there's been a stigma around it. Totally. But I feel like more recently it's becoming more commonplace to talk mm-hmm. about how you're feeling and what you're feeling especially yeah. on the guy side, like yeah. guy side's really weird. Like there's just pee in toilets and yeah. also sort of bringing it back <laughs> around. Did. I'm so proud. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's true. And that could even be a metaphorical pee in the toilet. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: <sighs> all right. So we're at the final round here. Um, okay. And I'm looking over the list. There's no, t- no more toilet talk.
1: Okay. Unless okay. we, unless
0: we bring it there somehow. We're, I don't we're getting know. It there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm the opposite of my kids. Like, We'll be in the car and it's like, listen, guys, no more potty jokes. It's we're
1: going to school. You can't yes. do potty
0: jokes. So calm it down. But this is the common ground round. This is where I try to see if maybe you and I are alike. Yeah. Um, and in this crazy world out there that maybe uh, maybe we're a little bit alike. Yeah. So. All right. So you got some cards in front of you. you got oh, a marker. OK.
1: OK. We're doing things. All right.
0: So this is a this or that style. Oh, thing.
1: yes. Yes. OK.
0: So are you ready for this?
1: OK. All
0: right. So. With ice cream. Are you an ice cream fan? Yeah. All right. Would you rather have your ice cream in a dish or a cone? How? Oh. So write those out. This one is easy for me. Here we go. Three, two, one. What you got? Cone and yes. cone. Look at us. Yes. Look at us.
1: Love that. I'm going to throw this
0: out there. So it might take some pressure off of you. Okay. But uh, no one to this point has got them all the same as me, oh. except for my wife. So. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So well, there's yeah, there's she... no pressure, but. Okay. Okay. Uh, apparently I'm a very unique individual, uh, back to ice cream for a second there. Uh, what is your favorite ice cream?
1: All right. Well, wait, am I writing it?
0: No, no, no. This is just,
1: (laughs) I was like, how am I going to match that?
0: That's no one. That's not possible.
1: (gasps) Okay. I like like a toffee nut. Okay. Yeah. I like those little toffee pieces. Okay. I'd, Harder to find, but when I do, it's really good.
0: There you go. I'm basic. Throw me some strawberry or Oreo oh, ice cream. Oh, strawberry's good. Strawberry is my favorite. I
1: really like strawberry, and I feel like it's underrated.
0: It really is. People need to get on it.
1: Yeah. And I'm also with you
0: there. On the cone thing, a long time ago, this is five, 10 years ago, I had the idea that it would be amazing if they, cause for me, the ice cream cone is the best part of the ice cream. Yeah,
1: it's really good.
0: And I wished they would make an ice cream cone, ice cream. That oh yeah. Like little pieces. Yeah. yeah. And until Ben and Jerry's came out with uh, it's the Stephen Colbert flavor, Americone dream. And it's got oh, cone pieces in it. And I was like, they stole my idea. That was you. So I'm, I'm in the middle of a legal process. Okay. Suing well, let me know them. how that goes. Also real quick. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Ben and Jerry for <laughs> Just kidding! All right, all right. We are uh, in what should be the changing of seasons right now, but we're yes, not because we live in Florida. I know. But would you rather it be hot or cold outside? Oh. This one is easy for me. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, she put hot. Wow. I put cold. What, what about I mean, the hot? In this does moment, it for you?
1: I want cold for sure. Absolutely. But being cold for long periods of time. chilling
0: here's chilling (laughs) chilling. quite literally Literally. um for me and i say this probably too much but i'm allowed to put more clothes on i'm not allowed to take more clothes off yeah that's fair people start complaining after so many layers so i yeah i I enjoy i like like snuggly yeah i mean
1: the clothes for cold weather far surpass oh man i look so cute in
0: a a pea coat. i don't know what i'm talking about anymore all right let's move it along speaking of cold weather we are in, uh, again, we're, we're getting close to cold season. So mm-hmm. when it comes to hoodies, are you oh, going yeah. zip up or pull over? Whew, this is tough stuff here. I, all right, here we go. Three, two, one. Oh, <laughs>
1: wow. I put
0: zip up. She put pull over. Okay, I'm
1: wearing a zip up right now, but it's only mm-hmm. cause it's hot and I need to be able to take it obviously. So I, yeah. Pull over comfy, cute.
0: Um, you know, it, for me, it's, I've got one of, or like a couple of both. And so it's an either, or for me, it's not like the, the okay, end of the world either so way. You're,
1: you're not extremely passionate about I'm this. I'm not
0: i I'm not a passionate hoodie wearer. Maybe I should be <laughs> based should. on this conversation. It's a vibe. It is, is it a vibe? It's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Um, so yeah, but I do enjoy uh, having both hands in the yes. hoodie pockets. That's uh,
1: that's the true vibe right there.
0: Also, I got a little bit of a belly on me, so like it just rests all comfortable. Um, so <laughs> love that for all you. Right. <laughs> no one likes your attitude even slightly right now. All right, all right. Moving on here, uh, you've got a family, and okay. so. Uh, this is, so keep that in mind Okay. when it comes to, uh, like time off, are you going vacation? So somewhere else or staycation just get to huddle up with the fam. Mm. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. I wrote vacation. She wrote vacation.
1: Vacation. Where is your,
0: your favorite vacation spot?
1: San Diego, California.
0: Ooh, that's a good choice.
1: I love it. I love it. It's so good.
0: We went to California uh, this last summer. Not just uh-huh. most recent, but the one before that, okay. 2021, and uh, visited San Diego for a day. Did you like it? I loved it. So it's we so, did the everybody's zoo. Everybody's so
1: active. It was great. It's great. so fun. It's it's good.
0: The Yeah, the beaches there are incredible.
1: What about uh, you? Where are you vacationing?
0: Uh, I, I like to mix up. So we live in a tropical climate. Yeah. So if I can get somewhere where it's, again, back to hot and cold, where it's a little bit colder, yeah. that's that's nice for me. We were
1: just in Colorado a couple of months ago. It was really nice. I
0: bet it was gorgeous. Beautiful. And so you're you're saying active. Do you like to get out and hike and see the things?
1: I do. I do. I can go either way. I can go, like, straight up chillax. Like, but having kids, that's not really too much <laughs> of an option. But I like to, yeah, just relax, do a lot of nothing. Or, like, yeah, hikes. Rent some bikes, do all the things that, like, yeah. That sounds fun. fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, I, I enjoy the concept of staycation, but I also think I would get stir crazy and just. No,
1: I know. I feel like we lived that, like, COVID.
0: You know, that's true.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm staycationed out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Deal>. <laughs> we
1: lived that for two years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is the last one. Okay. We're, uh, I think we're two for two right now. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, we're yeah, yeah. two for four. Right, so, yeah. 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 Um, so, we are in Thanksgiving season. Okay. Um, and so, this is a sides question. Okay. Are you going green bean casserole or sweet potato casserole? Oh. Mm, this, so, this one is like the toughest for me, I whereas hoodies were tough with for you. i smelling potato. Don't, oh, well, <laughs> I wonder what your answer is going to be. Oh, yeah. There's no E at the end of it. Um,
1: okay. Uh, but it's somewhere.
0: You know what? Just, I'm just. I, I like them equally, so I know what your answer is. I'm just going to go ahead and write whatever your answer was. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, sweet potato, sweet That's potato. Sweet. Oh,
1: you wrote sweet. I should have just done that.
0: <laughs> yep, I like to abbreviate. Um, I
1: like the efficiency.
0: Uh, what is your your dream sweet potato casserole?
1: Marshmallows on top. Oh, duh.
0: Oh, duh. Do you, uh, are there like uh, pecans or nuts? No, in your... no,
1: I don't get crazy. Just, just simple.
0: Okay. Yeah, okay.
1: simple mashed potatoes okay. on top. Lots of butter. Batch potatoes.
0: I love that for like, you. <laughs> I had I'll your you marshmallow
1: on marshmallows on top with butter. <laughs> okay. Tons of butter. Uh huh. I feel like butter makes the dish.
0: Absolutely. Butter makes everything better. Yeah.
1: I could eat butter on a shoe.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> back well, let's go back to your uh no uh suitcases on the beds germaphobe. Now, now you're going to need I, butter I out I of a would. shoe.
1: I would, I love butter.
0: That's very Paula Dean of you. Yeah, I, I so love good. that for you. No, who, who doesn't like butter? So, it's so good. Um, that I think it was on parks and rec. Somebody was talking, it was Andy talking about, uh, all these foods and he's like, I think my favorite food is butter. <laughs>
1: so, no, I actually, I take back my comfort food is butter. Okay. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, we'll just interject that in from yeah, the early part. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, it's been so much fun getting to talk to you oh, and getting same. to do this. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks
1: for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Now there's people out there that maybe this is their first time hearing yeah. about you or hearing uh, from you and they want to get to know your story a little more. Yeah. Where's a great place for them to follow along and get to know you a little better?
1: Yeah. So on Instagram, it's just Kirsten Chernak. And then I do have a website with a blog, but I don't update it very often, sounds but good. it has more of our story on it so that's just kirsten all
0: right so for uh everyone out here who is not uh, fluent in russian last names uh is it is that the lineage is it russian it's Czech. Czech, okay I was yeah. geographically <laughs> Very close. close um how do you spell uh c-z-e-r-n-e-k uh-huh. yeah so uh every time i've like tried to type your name in for things i'm like Let's just skip her last name. <laughs>
1: Honestly, that. that's what everybody does. And I'm cool with it. I'm like, I know you know who I am.
0: Yep. So um, yeah, so you can follow along with her there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been so great. Thank you so so much for being here. Oh,
1: thank you. Are you are the best.
0: And one more time for everyone out there listening, please flush your toilets. Yeah, um, please. For my sake. For
1: her sake. <laughs> come on. <sighs> Perfect. Well, that was great. We did it. We did it. You feel good?
0: Feel real bad. Real All bad. Right. Horrible.